Welcome back to Americanish. My name is Adela Kochav. And I'm Miriam Waba, and we are the Daughters of Diaspora. Okay, so I visit Mexico really often to see my family, right? I go back, you know, every month and a half or so, and whenever I tell people, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go to Mexico City to visit my family, they're like, oh, you're so lucky. You're going to be on the beach. And I'm like, no, I'm not. Mexico City's <laughs> in the mountains. Or like, yeah, but at least you'll get the sunshine. And I'm like, no, it's... It's raining and cold. <laughs> and I think that people have this idea of Mexico that they get from the movies that like I'm going to go down there and like ride a donkey to the market <laughs> and like trade for some tortillas. Like I don't think they they know that there's metropolitan cities mm. in uh, places like Mexico. Right. So when I say Mexico City, they just hear Mexico and they assume that I'm going to a beach. But Mexico is a very big country and there's a lot of places that aren't beachy. And, um, you know, that got me thinking. You're from Egypt. And when we first met, I was thinking like, okay, what do I know about Egypt? So number one, I know, you know, Pharaoh was really bad and we left it, right? <laughs> so I know that. And then, of course, I know the pyramids. And I, of course, I know like the Sphinx, which is missing a nose. Not quite sure why, but every single Hollywood movie has a take on it, like comedically how that happened. Yeah. And, um, you know, so what's it actually like to live in Egypt, be from Egypt, you know, see the pyramids? What's life day to day there? Okay. Whoa, a lot to unpack. So honestly... <laughs> So I grew up in Egypt, but I had not ever seen the, the pyramids and the Sphinx until I went back on vacation. Mm. It's kind of like being a New Yorker and visiting the Empire State Building. And the Statue like, of Liberty. You pass by it, but you're not really going in there. It's like a touristy <laughs> destination. Um, but pyramids, 10 out of 10, would highly recommend. Life-changing. It is, it is a moment where you feel how insignificant you are. Mm. And it is a moment that you realize how significant we are as a civilization. Like what mm. we can accomplish together. Because it's it's it like it gives me chills to think about how ginormous they are and just how to think about how, like people with no technology did it built that thing built mm -hmm. three of them and other really small ones smaller ones. Um, okay, what is it like to live in Egypt? So Egypt, like any country, has a vast array of d different socioeconomic classes and political classes, etc. So it's going to be really hard for us to. There's whole books on Egypt on how it's how people live in it. Um, so gonna be hard for us to like fit it all in 15 minutes but I'll tell you the little bit I know so obviously Cairo and Alexandria two main cities um, Cairo is um, the most densely populated city in Egypt it's also the capital where a lot of the administrative um, buildings are and um, the bureaucracy if you will Alexandria uh, is a city that has my heart it is absolutely beautiful I feel at peace uh, in, in Alexandria some of the most beautiful peaches uh, excuse me, beaches, peaches. They probably have good peaches, peaches too, I'm sure. <laughs> beaches do, obviously. It's really funny that we're actually talking about Alexandria, but uh, Chrissy Teigen and and uh, I don't know what her husband's name is. John Legend. John Legend were Which, there. Oh my gosh, I met them at brunch once. Did they were really? having brunch. I was passing by and I was like, oh my gosh, I, I, I recognize Chrissy Teigen. Yeah. <laughs> not John Legend, just because she's Chrissy Teigen. And she was wearing fur and it was like February, like not February, it was like the spring. I don't even remember what month it was, but I saw them and I was like, you're Chrissy Teigen. And she goes, yeah, yeah. I'm like, can I take a selfie? And she goes, sure. So I take a selfie with her and John Legend, but like I like bent down so it looked like I was sitting at the table with them. And when Whoa. I posted it, people were like, you're having brunch with them? I was like, I mean, kind of. <laughs> That's really yes. funny. Anyway, so Chrissy Teigen and John Legend. It's it's interesting that you recognized her and not him because I just said her name and I couldn't think <laughs> yeah. of his name. He's wonderful. He's wonderful. Great, great, yeah. great music. Big fan. <laughs> Big fan. <laughs> You're listening, John. <laughs> um, but anyway, they were just in Egypt because he performed at the pyramids. He had this huge concert wow. and she was posting 
uh, videos of her at the beach, and I bet Alexandria or Gardaa or, or one of the other beach destinations. And in her story, she said something like, I didn't know Egypt had such beautiful pe- beaches. Oh my God, my Arab is coming out today. <laughs> beaches, beaches. Beaches, beaches, um, <laughs> But it, yeah, beautiful beaches in Alexandria. <laughs> um, and it's a place you go to honestly revitalize your soul is the mm-hmm. way I like to put it. Um, obviously, there's Upper Egypt and Lower Egypt. Uh, upper Egypt is the lower part of Egypt. That really confuses people. Okay. So on the map, the it's up here in the northeast portion of, of, of Africa. Upper Egypt's the one closest to Sudan, the okay. one that's lower. Yeah, that's it's, it's weird. It is very Who named this? Who was in charge know. of this? <laughs> <laughs> we gotta talk to somebody about it. Um, and there is a reason. I think it's something to do with the, how the Nile flows or yeah, something. I don't okay, want to mess it up. But, um, and then there's villages all over Egypt. There's a government uh, named Minya, which is where my family's mm-hmm. from and a lot of families are from. Um, highest Coptic population in Egypt. Um, so that's honestly a lot of where the persecution and um, the anti-Coptic sentiment mm-hmm. happens. Uh, low, low education, high poverty lends itself to that. Um, so that's a little bit about Egypt. I know I was very sporadic and kind of jumped all over the map. Did that begin to give you an image of, of Egypt? Yes. Yeah. I think that it, it helped me get away from what I picture when people say Egypt, which is like the mummy hieroglyphics (laughs) and Cleopatra. So actually I want to bridge the gap there, right? Because like when I think Egypt, I think hieroglyphics and Cleopatra and worshiping Ra and all of that, but then there's kind of a gap, right? Because Egypt's a Muslim country, right? And I don't think Muslims worship Ra, mm. and I don't think that they do the whole multiple gods, and there's one that has a bird head. Like, I don't think that's what they do. So, like, where was that lost? Where is this ancient Egypt that we so portray all the time in the media? Yeah, so I'm going to theorize here, just based on context clues and my limited perception and knowledge of history, but um, the ancient Egyptians their first introduction to Christianity was St. Mark the Evangelist. Um, And we've talked about this on the first or second episode about Coptic Christianity. So they were converted to Christianity by St. Mark the Evangelist, Mm -hmm. and over the next few centuries, they slowly became a Christian country. And at one point, Egypt was a predominantly Christian country, and that sounds crazy to think about, right? Yeah, I didn't Um, know And then as the Arab invasion happened... um, through North Africa and Arabia, uh, Muslims moved across these countries, converting people to Islam, whether it was by the sword or people genuinely converted to Islam because they believed in it or a plethora of other ways. Um, And Coptic Christianity was very close to ancient Christianity. Mm -hmm. Um, Excuse me, not ancient Christianity. Coptic Christianity was very close to uh, ancient Egypt, the the perception of ancient Egypt that we have. Mm -hmm. So the Coptic language, which is now a dead language, unfortunately, um, is has roots in, Dem- I think it's believed uh, it's pronounced Demotic, which is the ancient Egyptian language. Mm-hmm. And those wow. two kind of fused together and became Coptic. And people spoke Coptic. It was a liturgical uh, language, but it was also a spoken language. And <clears throat> as people began to convert to Islam and the region became Arabized um, and Islamicized, uh, Coptic was lost and people chose to speak Arabic because it crossed so many borders, yeah. the language. And you can go to Saudi Arabia and speak Arabic and you can go to Oman and Egypt and Morocco and you had this huge, massive stretch of land where everybody spoke Arabic and that language transcended so many borders. Mm-hmm. So Arabic just became the spoken language of the region. Um, 
So that's my theory as to how the ancient Egyptian uh, icons and, and themes and sentiments that we know kind of got lost. Yeah. Uh, they, yeah, lost is a tricky word. They transformed and evolved into something else. Yeah, that's that's super interesting. I just thought it was one of those, like, once you get a taste of the Abrahamic faith, you can never go back. <laughs> that's right. Uh, there is one God. Oh, Pick your gelato, yeah. <laughs> so I got my 23andMe results um, not recently. Everyone knows I'm a Syrian, Lebanese, Mexican Jew, and I have all this Middle Eastern in me, and I can pop up, you know, my, my ancestry charts if you want to check them out. But I am... 0.8% Coptic Egyptian. That's one for the team. I'll, I'll take that. <laughs> you and I, we're, we're the, I'm, I'm basically almost 1% yeah. you. <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, it's totally not surprising at all, mm -hmm. given how much we intermingled and under the Ottoman Empire, all that good yeah. stuff. So, but it, it was really cool. I feel really happy about it. It was very cool. I was saying that and I was like, huh. At least one percent of me totally vibes. Yeah. <laughs> so that was that was exciting. Um, and and just like a note on ancestry things, and when you do all those DNA tests, they're not supposed to be used to tell you where you're from. They're supposed to talk about and illuminate your own ancestral histories, right? Like I already knew where my family was from and where we migrated. So like looking at the charts was coloring that history mm. that I already knew I had. So that's just a word of caution for everyone who's like looking to find like, oh, I'm 3% Sardinian and now I have to take <laughs> on a Sardinian identity. I'm not Coptic, but it was really cool to find out. I have at least 0.8 of that in me. So <laughs> to Coptic sisters. <laughs> we can technically get married now, you know? Oh my so. gosh. <laughs> okay, I love that. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, um, you know, I, I was recently watching Moon Knight. Yeah. And I don't know if you've seen Moon Knight. It's a Marvel show. Um, takes place in Egypt. And um, as I was watching it, I was like, whoa, this is so cool because they're in, like, modern-day Cairo and, like, they're on motorcycles and high-speed chases, but then they're in tombs. And then there's, like, all these gods. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, was, it was very interesting, but I'm guessing it's not really an accurate... Typing. I, I, what are your thoughts it's on Moon Knight? It's a little bit. So I watched Moon Knight and it was a really cool show. Love it. Love the Egyptian actress in it. Uh, I think there's more than one, but the one I know is Egyptian British actress. Mm -hmm. um, and I, they, to my knowledge, they did not have t enough time to get the permits to shoot in Egypt, so they had to make it look like Egypt elsewhere. It wasn't shot in Egypt. Mm -mm. Not the first season. So, but I think they did an absolutely incredible job of replicating it. Okay. The, okay. the producer um, is Egyptian and he's, he's made a lot of movies in Egypt that are very well acclaimed. Um, and he did a fantastic job, particularly on, on getting people who can speak the Egyptian dialect of Arabic because it's very specific. <laughs> it's very redneck Arabic. Um, so they did a great job. And then a few weeks ago, or maybe a few days ago, the producer's daughter was on Instagram and she like sneak peeked that they're shooting in Egypt this time for season two. Wow. So it'll be shot in Egypt for season two, to our knowledge. Um, and I'm so ecstatic to see what it looks like. Okay. I'm really excited for that. Thank you for demystifying the mystic for us um, and giving us a taste of Real day-to-day -day Egypt and, you know, where everything came from, got lost, evolved, transformed. Um, so, yeah, when you think of Egypt, think of Mariam and maybe <laughs> don't think of the mummy. I have a very limited view of the world. That's funny. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys next week.